Haunted Travelers Podcast, your weekly dose of theme park news and entertainment. And now, here to talk all things coasters, theme parks, and even more, here are your hosts, Jack Lathrop and Chris Jones. Hello, everybody. My soul has been drained. I'm exhausted, and here we are again. Jack, take over. <laughs> he doesn't even introduce himself, y'all. Hey, everybody. My name is Jack. I'm sitting here with Chris. Actually, for real this time, he's right next to me. I can reach out and touch his face, right? Call the police. <laughs> he's very happy. And we're here in Michigan doing, I think this is the first episode we've done together, like, in the same room no. in season two. Oh, in season two, yeah, I thought you were about to say all the time. No, in season two, all. yes, we did one last year with Hollywood. Uh, but yeah, we're actually here, both tired. Um, so we didn't know what to do for the second half of this episode. So you're going to get a little bit of Michigan Troop Report. This is part two and a half, since it's not the full thing. Uh, you're going to get, like... The first half of what we've done in Michigan, and then the rest will come next week because we got more coming. But yeah, so uh, I'm Chris, that's Jack, we're here. Uh, shout out all of our patrons, Bryant, Graham, Grant, Jaden, Mark, and Allison. If you want to join the Patreon and give us money, link is in the description. All the money comes back to the show, and we appreciate it. We send you random stuff. You get the shout out, obviously. We love you a little bit more. You get special colors on our Discord server. Yes, that's true. Speaking of Discord, also link in the description. Go join that. That's where we get our questions. Sorry, everybody. Uh, we didn't do the question call out till like 30 minutes before this. So you didn't have a lot of time. That's on both of us. We kind of forgot we had to record an episode today. Which is why this is the way it is. Um, so, so, yeah. Yeah, there's our most random eclectic intro of all time. I think that's a fair assessment of what just happened, but look at what's happened last week, so let's jump into weekly news. Kicking it off, Canada's Wonderland has finally reopened. Yay for all of our Canadian friends. Go ride uh, Le- uh, Le- Levi. 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 That's... Uh, God, Good luck see. with that massive line. I haven't paid attention to it that much, but seeing them closing uh, every two rows in between is ridiculous i don't i'm gonna assume that the lines have been terribly long uh hope it'll probably be two and a half years and then they'll be back to normal in canada but we'll see uh but it's reopened at least congratulations to canadian people you guys get your rides back i mean the ron's been open but you get your good park back uh so yeah that did happen it's uh it's a little bit different than the reopening for the u.s parks when and it's way later obviously but yeah, that was the thing. Okay. Um, also, James is very happy. Ride to Happiness is now open. Chill out. It ain't going to be better than Time Traveler. I don't see the vertical drop out of the At station. TDR. Yeah. That, that's the missing part. Um, I'm sure it'll be great. Probably, I mean, knowing me being a weirdo, it'll end up in my top five or something. But I don't think it's going to be as good as Time Traveler. And our friend James plugged that episode. He was on. Go listen to that. Is over in Europe and is going to get to ride it. So are they going to Plopsa Land? Yep. That son of a gun. Yeah. James, I hate you, but I also love your bald, beautiful face. Uh, Black Widow at Kennywood, after three years of not operating, has returned to operation. Never thought I'd see the day. Never thought I'd see that day. I thought it was just going to sit there and be a lawn ornament. So let's place our bets now on how long lawn ornaments stay closed. I'm saying three years. Um, but yeah, good for all you Pittsburghians or whatever the heck you like to go by. You've Yenzers. got your, that, yeah, you've got your, uh, you've got your giant discovery back. Or is that they have Phantom, it? though, they shouldn't be complaining. I don't know if it's a giant discovery. I think it's a giant discovery. I think it is. But yeah, that opened. Something that directly impacts us and impacted last week's episode. Plug to that, go listen. Shivering Timbers reopened, thank God. We got to ride it. We'll talk about it in a little bit. But, uh, it's, yeah, it reopened after that bump. It's on one train, and it's got some new track in the station. Um, yeah. But t- speaking of things that uh, don't affect us really, but have happened, Skyrush be broke, El Toro be broke. Intamin be broke. We don't know when they're going to be reopened. El Toro's so, not going to reopen this year. And from what we've heard, Skyrush might have actually broken itself pretty good and could be down for a while as well. So, if you're planning on going to Pennsylvania or New Jersey for either of the Death Ejector Intamins, 
I might consider postponing that trip until 2022. Yeah, sorry, people. Um, So, Skyrush apparently either snapped the cable or the motor just straight up broke, uh, which is bad. And you know how long it takes to ship parts with COVID and everything. That will probably be down a while. Toro was way worse, and it's something that's super unfortunate. Uh, luckily, nobody got hurt, but, like... It could have been a lot worse. Yeah, like, uh, the I think it was the body from the, of the car, the chassis or something, disconnected from some of the wheels. We had heard that maybe a wheel exploded. We had seen that some of the track got messed up from it, and it ended up valleying. So, very similar to a derailment with the back car, and I don't know how people didn't get hurt. But, yeah, that happened with Toro. Uh, which sucks very badly, and Intamin just be breaking out here. Um, so, yeah, we're lucky that nobody got hurt with Toro. That's the main thing, Yeah, but it was bad. And then also, at the same time as all of these Intamins are breaking, Intamin has started teasing something. So... I think they have something more important to do, but whatever. It's like, shouldn't you be fixing your you know operational rides, not your future ones? That's not how Intamin works. Intamin... We break things. I am very happy that Lost Coaster and Haggard haven't gone down yet. I need them open for when I get back. Also, we just gotta, you know, pray because we're going to the Intamin capital of the world yep. later this coming week, and I really want to ride... Mainly Maverick. Maverick and Millennium and Dragster, which are my three, you know, they're three goat-tier Intamins. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully those can stay open. Probably not, but we'll see. Um, okay, and then the next thing, which is something that'll never happen, there was a new theme park playing for, like, the Nashville area, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, ever since Opryland closed, there have been people trying to bring back a theme park to Middle Tennessee, and they probably all run into is they either can't get the land, because Nashville, Nashville land is hard to get, they can't get the funding, or they just give up eventually or it's all three of those and so there have been at least four or five proposals for a park in nashville somewhere in the last 10 years none of them have ever worked i don't think this one will work i would love to be proven wrong i would love to have another park in tennessee that'd be great but it just it's i just don't see it happening even if it does happen it's probably going to be much smaller than the concept art showed and if it does have coasters they'll probably be kitties but, I mean, the the main thing is, new parks just don't happen unless it's China. And even then, sometimes it doesn't happen. We see stuff for Dubai. We see those uh, massive towers with 500-foot coasters and drop towers, which was like 15 years ago, the first one. Those don't happen. Um, and the Epic Universe hopefully will happen. They've got track on site now, but new theme parks just don't happen often. No, and... It's such that'd be such a Nashville. It'd be a great environment for a park, but it also would be an uphill battle because you're only about two and a half hours to Holiday World, about three hours to Kentucky Kingdom. They'd have a three decent hours local market at least but. to Dollywood, and so you've got these established like names already of like, oh, let's go here. It would take this park coming out swinging big fast. I mean, to make an impact. And you're right, you're going to get that local community, but you're not going to be a destination park unless you start growing fast. Energy and Landia. sadly, I don't think we're getting Energylandia USA. Rip. Now, let's just throw that concept out here. If that guy wants to build a park, Nashville would be the perfect spot, I'm just saying. How do you somehow get funding from the government in the U.S. for Well, he, does, he gets some funding from the government, but the secret is he apparently owns, like, a lot of the largest nightclubs in Europe. Oh. And uses his money from that and lets his son pick out the rides. That's how Zodger got built. He said, I want Goliath. That's what I've heard. Huh. Uh, can you pick, like, more cool stuff, kid? Um... What do we want? If you're somehow listening, I'd like a 200-foot-tall mock extreme spinner with a vertical drop. Can you I'd build like some mountains, a B&M too? Giga. Um, can we get Terran 2.0? Well, I mean, Abyssus is kind of that already, but could you put in more rock work around Abyssus? Stingray rock, please. Stingray rock. Oh, yeah. Could we get Wood Coaster Part 2? 
Okay. That, that'd be easier to get to than Wood Coaster. That would be, be easier to get to fix. than Wood Coaster. Anyway, we're just rambling now. If you're somehow listening and can, you know, go from, get this into Polish or whatever the, your language is called, dude, uh, yeah, please. And that's going to do it for weekly news this week. Where did we even, where did we even go with that? Fantasy so, stuff. Okay. Yeah, slower week, just a lot of reopenings, a lot of things closing. We're in the height of the summer season, so not as much hap- is happening. We'll get to announcement season here soon. Oh yeah, real quick, even though nothing's happening, shout out y'all freaking blowing us up. Uh, we went from a certain amount of listens a week to literally doubling when we came back for trip report season. So, uh, thank you guys. To anybody new here, welcome. What's up? This <laughs> this week ain't like it's usually. Uh, We're usually a little more formal. We lose a little bit of our, you know, I'm going to say the word charm when we're sitting next to each other and we can just, you know, throw things at each other randomly. So listen to... No, not next week's episode. Listen to the episode the week after that and that will be as normal as it gets. Yeah, uh, it's a little... These past weeks have been a little bit different, but I still like to think the quality of episode is just as good as the last two weeks were. So thank you for coming. And it's obvious that most of you are returning because we've done two episodes and they've exploded. We appreciate it. Okay, yeah. light of the week. Also, oh, go ahead. one random thing with that. If you're new around here or you're an old time listener, friend, fan, all of you, we love you all. But if you've got an idea for guests, because guests are going to start back up here in a couple weeks. If you've got an idea for a guest, join the Discord and drop it in episode ideas. We need some guest ideas because trip report season, we're about halfway through it now. Yeah. About... Yeah, uh, also, that's where we get our questions, and we love the questions. Uh, so, yeah, shout out everybody. Okay, right of the week, uh, I don't need to spin the wheel because we only have one option, and that is Gatekeeper at Cedar Point. Last week, I said that my opinions had changed a little bit. Now, as far as ranking goes, it's still my least favorite wing, but it did move up a decent amount because it felt way more forceful to me. Um, I actually got some airtime on the floater hill, positives everywhere there was some decent whip it, it look it's your perfect prototype wing of what a graceful wing is supposed to be like but it doesn't have insano moments like eagle or gate or thunderbird which is why it doesn't get above those for me thunderbird's got the launch eagle's got the drop in the gray out moments also eagle setting i think thunderbird yeah. and eagle both have better settings the I gatekeeper, mean, gatekeeper still got a good. It's setting. got a good setting, but when you compare it to mountains and wooded area, it's I'm a, taking those two. Yeah, yeah, gatekeeper uh, is really good now. I remember it being just mad, didn't really do anything for me. But last time, just last month, um, it was really good. Good forces. It felt more like a your old school B&M looper than the new to me. Um, we're going to Cedar Point in a few days, and I don't think it's going to be open because B&M broke. But, yeah, it was better for me, and you're not going to get the experience at apparently running better. Yeah, my so my opinions are kind of what Chris was hinting at the, with older rides on Gatekeeper. Uh, my last drive was very chattery. I think I got one ride on it. it was in the back row, and I was just like, you could just feel the train shuffling. See, it was super smooth. For every me. element, and see, the thing is, I know that can happen day to day because I've ridden Eagle, I've ridden it one hour, and you get to those final helixes, and you can just feel the whole train shuffling, and ride it an hour later, and it's glass smooth. So I know that just changes with wing coasters how you ride, like how they're riding at that moment. But that's going to get judged on its last ride, and yeah, its last ride wasn't great. That being said, it's a super photogenic coaster. That too. Uh, the trains are gorgeous. Mm-hmm. The track and support colors are gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I would love to give it a second chance. I am actually, I am a little bit sad it's not going to be open for us this coming weekend. I'm... We're going to have fast passes, so we would have gotten on it. Yeah, I was planning on riding it, because it's been... We'll get on everything with those. Yeah. So, Gatekeeper is a good one. It is definitely my least favorite wing coaster I've done. Mainly because it's the most uninspiring, for lack of a better word. Like, it's good. See, X-Flight's layout is not exactly inspiring. It just whips. 
and that's the thing about X Flight is it doesn't look inspiring, but when you get on it, it punches. Yeah, and You're Gatekeeper, right. my last ride on it, I just don't remember it punching. Yeah, Gatekeeper's layout is very typical looper, and is like, if you want your graceful wing, or what B&M would probably show a park trying to sell a wing, that's probably what they would show, if I'm going to guess. It's very, very basic, but it's big. Um, and it definitely was more forceful for me last time, but it is, it is not Eagle, it is not... Thunderbird, but it's good. Other okay, another random thing about Gatekeeper doesn't have a standout moment to me. There's not a, there's not an element on that that's like above a cut above the rest. It's just it's all good, but then when you look at the other three wings, uh, Thunderbird the launch, launch yeah. and the inline twist, but I'd say the launch is the standout feature. Then on X Flight, its inline twist blows all of them out of the water and then eagles got the drop and probably my favorite vertical loop on a coaster so yeah i can agree with that it it doesn't really have one moment that stands above the rest the keyholes are cool with the near misses um and the whole thing is just fine um it was definitely better than i remembered though so it, it did bump up but yeah it's not it doesn't have that standout moment to put it above the other two Yep, so that will be it for rambling about Gatekeeper, and that's it for our B&M Wing Ride of the Week, which also means we need new Ride of the Week ideas. Join so the Discord, give us ideas. We're plugging the Discord a lot. Join the Discord. We think it's a fun place to be. You get all the hot takes first. You get all the bad takes first, as we'll get to in a minute. And yeah. Some so are very bad. Now on to the part of the show y'all control, again, from the Discord. Listener questions. So, first one is from Allison. What is the furthest you've gone out of the way for a credit? Okay. Jack is at like 310 credits or something. I am at 282. We are not to that point where we're driving hours for SBF visas yet, so it's not going to be something crazy. I think... It is switchback because we drove like 45, 50 minutes for it. But it's a gravity coupe. Yeah. So here's the thing about going out of the way for credits. It's... I plan... When we plan these trips, it's like we plan to go get that credit. Even if it is like out of the way, it's not out of the way. If we stop for something quick, it's literally on the way to our next big place. Mm -hmm. We ain't going to go an hour away unless we have a ton of extra time. Mm-hmm. So it's, I like the phrasing of this question. I get where you're coming from, but I'm also like changing it, saying like, what's the furthest? Like, it's definitely ZDT is definitely going to get switched back, but again, we were like planning on yeah. doing that, mm-hmm. so it really wasn't out of the way. It was built into the plan. I'd say the farthest out of the way, like truly spontaneous, I've gone was we made an hour detour in 2018, so we could go to Knobles for a few hours. Uh if we're saying completely spontaneous i think there's only two times i've ever spontaneously gone to a park and both of them were like i said on the way one of them being lake winnie which you pass the exit to every time you're going to dollywood from my place or my house yeah which is what happened so it was like 10 minutes off the exit and then um family kingdom in myrtle beach south carolina we went to the beach and it was literally a couple blocks away from my hotel so I went and rode Swamp Fox and the Wild Mouse there. Um, so, yeah, haven't spontaneously gone out of the way for anything crazy, but as far as just singular credits that we've driven to, even if planned, yeah, switchback. Mm-hmm. So, definitely switchback. Okay, next question. With the addition of the RMC to Fun Spot Atlanta, how should S Fog respond? Six Flags over Georgia. <laughs> I think they know. You never know. There could be some new people. If you're new to the community, welcome. There's some bad parts. Stay here. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's funny. Um, it's true, but it's funny. Uh, okay. Here's my opinion. It's Fun Spot Atlanta. Yeah, they're building what appears to be a, in my opinion, top five RMC, maybe top three. The thing is, it's Six Flags. 
and they have like ten or ten plus roller coasters. One of them being Goliath. One of them being Goliath. They already have an RMC. I definitely think with the market being the way it is, yeah, they will have to add something eventually. But that's how parks work. We're gonna do that anyway. You got to do that anyway. So it really is. Fun Spot's not in competition with over Georgia. No, just like Fun Spot Orlando is in competition with Disney World. Yeah, this is this is the bit. That's essentially what it is. It's they're building this coaster in the hopes they can piggyback off all the people coming to Atlanta. Cause it, you don't go to Atlanta unless you're an enthusiast for over Georgia. Atlanta's a great city to go do tons of stuff in. You've mm-hmm. got uh, baseball, football, Coca Cola, Delta. There's tons. And I'm just barely. I got a massive surface. aquarium. Aquarium. There's a racetrack. There's a ton of stuff to do in Atlanta. So you don't go to Atlanta for roller coasters. Oh, they're just trying this. They're literally just trying to pull market off the interstate. It's like, hey, we need something to do this afternoon. Let's go to Fun Spot Atlanta oh. and ride this awesome looking roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Their selling point is going to be that they'll have like a paper ride. Which will this be the first paper ride RMC? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm that, curious to see how big the trains are going to be. Are they going to go full size, or are they going to shorten them like they I did mean, the Mind Blower and White Lightning? RMC has never done a non full sized train. I know, but they could. Who says they couldn't? I mean, there's nothing saying they couldn't, but just looking at the size of it, it makes sense for them to just keep the normal six car yeah. train. Um, but pretty much. I agree, they aren't in competition. Over Georgia's going to add something anyway. Over Georgia doesn't even really need to respond. It's in its own tier as far as Atlanta. This is just going to be the cheap, quick place that you can go, like Jack said. Just like Orlando and Kissimmee. Um, I'm glad that they're adding it, and uh, wishful thinking is Six Legs Over Georgia needs to respond with an SNX axis. Yeah, well, okay, just deep in this, like, like thickening the they, block a lot. In something. ten years, Fun Spot is still doing like crazy additions to the Atlanta property like this, and yeah, Six Flags is gonna have to start responding. But this is such like I feel like this is gonna be like a one and done because this is the last Fun Spot park that doesn't have a major coaster. Because the other two, you have White Lightning and Mind Blower. This is bigger than both of those combined, quite frankly. But still, it's the last of their properties that needs a major coaster. So if you look at it like that, they'll put this ride in, and they'll be done with that park getting big stuff for a while. Yeah. So basically, they don't need to respond, but... I mean, they're clearing something. Maybe they will. Mm -hmm. I Free spin, uh, SNS launch. Even could see another Raptor pop up. So, who knows? Yeah. Um, Okay, next question, also from Grant. Jack, would you rather eat spaghetti every Wednesday or lightning rod go bye-bye? Someone get me a book of matches, and I'll do it myself. Next question, please. Okay. Um, rides that are good to ride but are awful to take pictures of. Thank you, Klaus, for putting this in so we didn't forget. Yep. Um, okay. All of Silver Dollar City. That is probably the hardest park I've ever had to photograph. It's not impossible. But all of Silver Dollar City. Their coast, there's not a bad coaster at the park, quite frankly. We're we're discounting whatever the kitty ride is called. But there's not a bad ride at the park. But trying to take pictures of it, I had to get a freaking plane to get anything unique. Well, you also went to that road behind Time Traveler that I not many people... I did get lucky because the service gate was open for Time Traveler. And so I stood on the other side of the gate and got to shoot through it. And I got some great pictures of it. But besides that... Like, once you're in the park, you've got the angles that you get in Time Traveler's queue line the one or two angles of Outlaw Run, and the one ang- couple angles of Wildfire. And the, my saving grace was I had my 600mm lens with me. So, Silver Dollar City, definitely. Okay. Now, with somebody who doesn't have a camera or a plane, um, I will say Miss September's is one, because... It, you have to go to the Eiffel Tower to get good pictures of the whole layout, and then you have to have a quality camera to do that. Um, also, the Beast at the same park is one, which, you know, for obvious reasons. Um, what are some others? Orion, to an extent, 
you can get pictures of those elements close to the brake on the lift hill, but I, I wish that there was some better spots to get pictures of others behind there. So King's Island, other than Banshee. Banshee you can get great pictures of. But, yeah. Well, and I'm I'm not, like, contradict you. That's You're talking about all that with just a phone, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, without like, a camera, that's the problem. When I roll up to King's... King's Island's one of my favorite parks to shoot because as soon as you have a telephoto lens, you can blow you can be standing in Rivertown and take pictures of Orion and they're great but so yet also go back to the River Rapids ride and get some good pictures of Mystic see that was closed when I went um so so okay I'm trying to think of some other ones mmm great to ride hard, or just going Raven when you're not on the walk back tour yep yeah, okay and that's the th- like okay walk back tours are definitely a help but we're not gonna count those Honestly, at this point, Lightning Rod is I've taken every conceivable photo of that ride that I legally could, I think. Not There's, until they RMC it again. Well. I've got a couple ideas to get some new angles of Lightning Rod, but I'm still fleshing some of them out because we're at the point now where it involves some witchcraft to get pictures of Lightning Rod that are unique, that are the same five angles. Um there's a and there's so many like smaller roller coasters I'm not even bothering to mention. But those are probably some of the Silver Dollar City, just if we're gonna pick a park, is easily the hardest. I'm trying to think of another Space Mountain. It's indoors, so Flight of Fear. Yeah. Um Yeah, but those are those types of rides are just pains. Pain as a photographer. So, oh, Prowler. Yeah, that's also one. It's literally Mystic. So, it's the same situation. But there is no Eiffel Tower and there is no like River Rapids ride. Because Mystic is saved by the fact that if you do have a camera, you can get some stuff of it from the River Rapids ride queue and the Eiffel. Mm -hmm. Prowler, there's nothing. So, yeah. Um, I don't think there's any others. Uh, well, again, there's tons of smaller ones that are just not worth mentioning. So, yeah. Okay. Shout out y'all for questions. Um, once again, join the Discord. So that was it for questions. Now we got Troop Report, uh, the Great Troop Report, part two and a half, since I'm not going to count this as a full part. I no, this, we're, we're only halfway through. So um, when was this? When did we, let's, let's flash back. The third. No, like when did this whole idea... When, it's been a couple months ago now. I was like, hey, we're going to Michigan. Do you want to go with us? Obviously. Um, and so, yeah. Chris, we are. you flew up to Tennessee on the 3rd. Uh, we picked you up from the airport. And we got, like, four hours of sleep. It was great. Like, best sleep ever. For four hours. For four hours. I actually think I only slept like two and a half, but we're not going to go there. And we got up real early, and we got in the road, and we drove all the way to Michigan's Adventure. We did. Um, and we got to Michigan's Adventure. So I'm going to let Chris take the lead on this, because this I'm was your first, first time at the park. Okay. Yeah. So we uh, we got there. Shivering Timbers is massive. You see it. At, you can't see it until you actually get to the parking lot. And then it's right there, the literally next to the drive to the booth. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very large. It doesn't look as big as Voyage does. But it's big. Um, so we got in the park, and we went there first. Obviously, it had just reopened, so it was on one train after the whole bump thing. Um, but I didn't have much expectation because not many people had run except for Jack. He's really the only person that... Him and El Toro Ryan are the only people that I have heard truly review the ride and uh, he had told me that it looked in footage like it was running the fastest he had ever seen and we pulled up to the park and it was running as fast as it looked in the footage um we rode second to back twice and we're going again on thursday to try to get a front row ride and i'm missing one credit which we'll get to in a second um but it is pretty much at my expectations what i expected it's good floater the whole way down it definitely p- 
picks up a little bit those last few hills on the way uh, out because it gets smaller. You definitely feel the air a lot more. Then you've got the turnaround, which is some solid lats. And on the way back, is also a really good floater, except for one random triangle hill. And that gives pretty much ejector. Um, and then you've got the helix, which is solid lats. And it's not legend or anything, but it's good. And then you've got the brake on. So I didn't expect Voyage or anything. I didn't expect it to be my top Woody, and it's not. It's, uh, it's like a solid 8, maybe 9 out of 10. It's really good. I, I enjoyed it. But I didn't think it's top 10 or anything. Who would think that? Well, that might be me. <laughs> um, so I've been riding Shivering Timbers <laughs> since 2008 or 2009 is when I rode it for the first time. And it was always good. And back then when I'd ridden like, you know, 15 roller coasters, I actually probably at one point in time would have said that was my favorite roller coaster. That's been a long time. As we started in 2016, 2017, as we started going to more parks and I started riding more roller coasters, Shivering Timbers just kind of started falling down my rankings. I don't think it ever made it outside of my top 50 because it's a solid roller coaster. It was just one of those, we kept riding other things that were better. And quite frankly, every summer we came back, it felt just a little weaker. And then we're getting ready for this trip and we're going through this whole like, please let it be open because it just had this accident it's like oh my lord it's the big reason you go to Michigan Adventure because the park is nice and we'll get to that I don't think it's as near as bad as everyone makes it out to be but we get it's like it's it kind of would it hurts going to Michigan Adventure if the ride is not open so we get on it, second to back row, which has always been the best. And, of course, I've seen the footage, and I've seen how fast it's running myself. And we just start going down, and I had so much room. And I'm just getting catapulted with floater over every hill. And so, yeah, it's in my top ten now. Okay. And I have no shame, despite what Chris is going to say. So go ahead. Look, it's a good ride, but... It is nowhere near top 10, man. Like, <laughs> I I only had one less click than him on both rides, and I could feel it, but it was not anywhere close to Voyager Toro Camelbacks, and you have it only one spot under Toro, which makes no sense. It, it's a good floater machine, but it, it's just not a 10 out of 10. It's not close to a 10 out of 10. It's really, really good. I'm glad I went and wrote it. It ain't that good. That's just absurd. <laughs> Say what you want. I did. You're not going to change my mind on it. That's okay. Trust You'll me, just we, get bullied online more. Trust me. We wrote it, and I'm getting off of it, and I'm like, there's no way it's in my top ten. And the more I'm thinking about it, I'm like, but son of a gun, that was like one of them, like, Okay. We had a great discussion. I we I feel bad. We keep plugging the Discord, but we had a great discussion in our Discord about you. You have those roller coaster rides where it like makes you question your rankings, and you just start cackling and laughing and having the time of your life. And Chris can attest to this. I was just laughing my head off on our first ride. Yeah. And to me, it's just one of those things. It's like that's just a sign. It's like yeah, that's one of your favorite roller coasters. Mm-hmm. And I keep going back to this, and we've had this discussion a couple of times off air. It's the more roller coasters you ride, the harder it is to rank accurately. And then we we were having this like, what's the best and what's your favorite, and then how do you tell the difference between those two? And it just gets real messy. So basically, what I'm trying to say is, y'all can make fun of me all you want for having timbers in we my will. top ten. We will plenty. I'm not going to care because, quite frankly, at the end of the day, it's a roller coaster and it doesn't matter that much. Oh yes, my it God, does. I said it that. It matters so much. Matters anyway, so, much. so Shivering Timbers, though, I think Chris will agree with me. It is still an amazing roller yeah, it's coaster. Great. Worth the trip. And it's not your classic CCI, there's not a lot of lateral. It is just the airtime machine. And that's one thing that is missing for me. It doesn't have enough variety. Um, the one thing that I will say for me, and this is, okay, this year, 
every wooden coaster, including even Toro. Toro is great. It's a 10 out of 10. But it feels like <laughs> wooden coasters have been ruined after Voyage this year. Oh, yeah. It's, you get like, on, you it get on was a voyage. too much for me to handle. <laughs> you get on a Voyage high, and it's like, yep, everything from here is downhill. Uh, yeah. And this is what... This was year three of me riding Voyage, so it, I'm finally over that, like, Voyage is... Yeah, no, it was way too good this year for me. Well, I, and see, that's... When I rode it for the first time, that's how it was. I was like, oh my gosh, Voyage. Because I remember calling you the first time I rode it, I'm like, oh my gosh, Voyage. It's mm-hmm. in my top five, and you were like, no way. And Well, now, no, I, I understood that it was in my top five, and then I rode it, and I was a little bit disappointed. It was, like, number eight or something. And now, this year, I got back to it. Like, what the heck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look... My, uh, Jack knows this, my top eight right now, that's the coasters, I have eight coasters that are my 10 out of 10. They all have placeholder spots right now, we're rewriting Fury, rewriting Rod, and everything's gonna get blown up after that. I can't do anything. Like, Voyage, um, right now is at like six or something, but if we take out Fury, we take out Rod, since I haven't ridden them in forever, which I'm going to soon... Voyage is probably number two or three. Mm-hmm. And um, so we'll see where it ends up by the end of the year. I also have another ride that I'm pretty sure will make it nine, ten out of tens coming up soon, which mm-hmm. I guess I'll announce that next week. But, yeah. Um, I feel like we've done a really bad job of keeping that secret, and most of you already know. But anyway, right, in the Discord, if anybody can actually remember what I've said, where am I going? It, Klaus, don't answer. <laughs> Klaus, answer. <laughs> no, please. But yeah, uh, Voyage kind of ruined wooden coasters. Um, Shivering, it's great. It's really good, but it ain't Voyage. It ain't Toro. It ain't Rod. It ain't Mystic. Um, But yeah, it's good. It's it's something special. Okay, one more point on Vengeance. Oh my gosh. We're writing that in a few days. Wait, your mind is on Steel Vengeance? Wait a minute. Am I feeling okay? Hold on, hold on. We're actually hurt. Kind of warm. But seriously, <laughs> his mind is on Steel Vengeance. I don't know who I am. This don't man is I like, am. we have fast passes, and he's saying that he only wants to ride Maverick and Millie and Drag all day. I'm like, dude, even if you don't like Vengeance that much, it has a two-hour line consistently. We're riding it multiple times, no matter what you say. That's just how it works. It's worth it even if you don't like it. Anyway, one more note on Timbers is also this year... We'll keep saying that for the next hour. Yeah, we probably will. Um, it's one of those roller coasters for me that I am always going to have like an emotional attachment to. Because I did grow up riding it. And it's just so nice to come back and then be pleasantly surprised by a roller coaster I've been riding for, good lord, almost... 12 years now yeah and it's just so getting that ride on it that like makes me giddy again and it's just gonna shoot up in my rankings it's one of those things where at this point now for my top 10 is not like that's the best roller coaster no it's that's the roller coaster that makes me laugh and like have fun so mm-hmm. yeah but okay rest of michigan's adventure let's move yes. on um the one card i'm missing is psycho mouse we wanted to do that mad first. mouse Psycho Mouse is the a CGA. CGA. Mad Mouse. The Aero Mouse. I do want to ride it because it's an Aero Mouse, so we're going to go back so I can get the credit. Um, it had a long line, which is expected, because it's got terrible capacity. And the opposite Michigan's adventure aren't the best in the first place, which we'll talk about in a minute. Yeah. Um, so next was Wolverine Wildcat. There's somebody in this room that hates it. I'm going to be honest. It's not as bad as I've made it out to be on the show in the past. The ride we had on it was probably the best ride I've ever had on it. It still ain't good. That being said, it still ain't good. Yeah. He he made it out to be, like, it was going to be my least favorite wooden. Um, it, well, in, like, in the past, it would have. Like, it used to be, like, a train wreck. Oh, my, what was I thinking? Yeah. And now I was like, oh. So, it wasn't one awful. thing about Wolverine Wildcat is I didn't realize that this is, like, almost the exact as Phoenix. It's super similar. Basically, what they did is instead of how Phoenix... They change the direction the, the turnaround goes. Basically, where the turnaround on Phoenix goes left, Wolverine Wildcats goes, goes right. right. Yep. And then rather than having you go under the lift hill, the airtime hills just turn. Stay. stay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, it's still not good. It just doesn't do anything. 
and it had spots where it jackhammered, but it, it was not unbearably rough like some wooden coasters I've done. Mm-hmm. But it, I mean, it still ain't good. It's like the potential, not even mid-tier. It's low-tier, but it's not the worst. But the now, take a step back. The potential for RMC to come in and work on that ride, what they could do with that layout would be like a Twisted Cyclone style, which would be amazing. It'd be unlike any RMC that exists, really. Because... Mm-hmm. Twist, it'd probably be the closest you could get would be Twisted Timbers, where it does not actually intertwine with itself at any point, but it is compact, which Twisted Timbers does a tiny, tiny bit, mm-hmm. and that's about it. Um, it would be really cool, because although that is low to the ground and even level, to have that RMC Twisted Madness all in the middle right there yep. would be sick. I It probably won't happen, because Michigan it's Michigan's adventure. adventure. But, yeah, Wolverine Wildcat is uh, not very good, but... Not the worst. Yeah, definitely better than I've made it out in the past. Okay, Corkscrew. Corkscrew is the second best ride in the park. It is. Uh, I, I didn't realize how early of an arrow this was, and it was great. Um, so lift till it's, it's short, and then you do your little pre-drop, and the drop is fine. You actually get some air time because we were in the back. And then you have the turn, which is jank, but it doesn't hurt. And then you've got the corkscrews, which are jank, but they don't hurt. And then you've got the brake run. Um, it's better than Corkscrew at Cedar Point. It's just like that old classic fun aerojank that isn't too much. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I enjoyed Corkscrew. I expected it to be the second best ride in the park, and it was. Um, then we went to Jack Sentimental, Zach Zoomer. Yes. Those are some tiny, tiny trains. It, you know, no laterals, no airtime, zero out of ten. Bring an RMC. Um, no, I'm kidding. It was it was fine. You know, it's it's literally just. Woodstock Express level. And then there's the Kids Coaster, Woodstock Express, which that area looks nice. Congratulations, Michigan's Adventure. You got something new. Um, that was Kitty Coaster. It, it's whatever. And then the last big coaster that we did, since we haven't done Psycho Mouse yet, was Thunderhawk. And Jack has said Thunderhawk is one of the better SLCs. It is, I guess, by default, my favorite SLC. <laughs> But it's still not good. No, I never, again, I never told you. Yeah, I know. Your best roller coaster ever. But it's not awful. Mm-hmm. We did ride in the very back, and the thing about Thunderhawk is as you ride, the farther back in the train you are, the worse it gets. So we got all the chatter and stuff. I also made the mistake of riding with my thun- uh, sunglasses in my hand, which was great because I'm trying to brace but I also am trying to not drop my sunglasses so it was like one or the other Yeah. and I've already broken one pair of sunglasses to a roller coaster this summer so I was like I'm not doing another one so my head took a little more of a beating than I'd like yeah. Jack said just now that it's not awful I would like to change that it is awful but it is not as awful as the other two SLCs it, it is not comfortable at all but I would never in my life ever ride Mind Eraser again Thunderhawk oh, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> on a scale of CGA to trash, it's on. It's at the CGA end. So, if you get that joke, you get that joke. Yeah. Um, the color scheme looks cool. That's yes, the, the color scheme does it. look really nice now that they've repainted it. Um, I'm trying to think. Okay, overall thoughts on Michigan's Adventure from a long-time visitor. Shivering Timber Ops were kind of slow, and I'm only going to call them out on... I'm not going to call some of the other ops out as much. Timbers ops don't have an excuse to be slow because you get a two and a half minute break every time you dispatch a train. Because while they're, since they're on one train right now, it takes two and a half minutes for the train to get through the entire layout. So you've got two and a half minutes where, yeah, you can't like, you know, go to the break room or anything, but you just get to stand there and lean most and of them are sitting there. They, they had were seats. Sitting, they had seats you could sit down. And so it's like when that train gets back in the station, it's like move your butts for 30 seconds and get that train out the door. It makes your guests happy because your lines are moving. It makes you happy because you get to sit down for another two and a half minutes. So that's going to be my complaint with Timbers. Now, when they have two trains on the track, yeah, you can move as slow as you want because even if you take two and a half minutes to fill a train, the way Timber's blocks are set up, you really can't there dispatch no a train until the other one's in the helix. So There's a spot where there could be a mid-course. There is, and <laughs> honestly, 
I think the original intention was for there to be a mid-course out there, or the option to add one if it ever got, like, popular enough where they wanted a third train, but they've just never put it on, mm-hmm. and quite frankly, I'm happy because there's no brakes so there's not, there's one trim brake on the ride, and that's the other thing, the trim bad. was not on, and so you just flew through the helix, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, so then, but your ops all around are not great, but that's Michigan's adventure standard. That's not a COVID thing. That's not just staffing issue. That's that just, was expected. That is just how that park is run. Other than that, the park does look really pretty this year. Probably the prettiest it's been in a while. Um, and they actually had a decent, from, again, longtime visitor's point of view, best merchandise selection I've ever seen at the park. So... Again, those are all coming from someone who's been visiting since 2005. So, when, like, Chris, you, I think you would probably, I mean, you're going to say stuff and smear yeah. like, that's not great, but mm-hmm. someone who's been going that long, to me, it looks good. Yeah, uh, okay, so, point of view from somebody who went for the first time. Timbers ops, kind of inexcusable, yes. Uh, the other ops were poor, but that was expected. The one thing that I didn't understand, and I don't know if this is just... Michigan Adventure policy because I've seen other parks do it, but a lot of rides only had two ops uh, on platform, and one just stayed at um, at panel. Panel. I've I've seen in parks where they've only had two on platform, but whoever's on panel just goes and checks restraints and then goes back to panel. So in some cases. You only had one op checking an entire train. This happened when we first arrived with Shivering. Mm-hmm. Shivering was like that. Corkscrew was like that. No, Corkscrew had three ops on deck. Corkscrew they they moved bad. a third op on right after we got off. Yeah, Corkscrew had like... If we're talking about... Cor- corkscrew was probably the shortest we waited. Yeah, they, they, the guy was quick, but it's mm-hmm. still... Cork. Okay, also, I'm going to throw this out there for people who don't know. Corkscrew is old enough... That ride is still completely run by hand. The train is stopped and released in the station by hand. All of the restraints are released and locked by hand. Mm. So that ride... Considering all that, they were going at a good speed. Mm -hmm. And they only have one train, but that ride is literally 30 seconds long. So They don't really need to be super fast. Thunderhawks ops weren't good. Um, They were... But yeah, so they, they would have an extra op, but they would just stay at panel... Which I guess that's probably just park policy. Although I know that you can, you don't have to for the rides to work. Because I've, I've seen it at other parks. The park, it ain't gorgeous or anything, but it's fine. Uh, it's, you know, standard smaller park. C- concrete with some shade in, involved. Just pretty generic. Um, it was clean. Yeah, there was actually more merch than I expected. I only got one thing, which is something that I get at every park I go to. Just like a small pin or a keychain or something. Um, they But they had Shivering Timber shirts, which was surprising. So, other than Ops, good time. I, I enjoyed Michigan's adventure, but until they actually add something, which will probably never happen, I ain't going to come back. I'm glad to be here now. Because I can get the credits and I don't have to come back until something is added. Mm-hmm. I'm getting it out of the way. And I've told Jack that. That's what I'm most happy about. And that's why I was most happy that Timbers was open. Because it's a great ride. But it's even better that I can just clear this park off the list and not have to drive all the way back up yeah. there again until they add something. So yeah, Shivering um, Timbers of Michigan's Adventure. Good. I enjoyed it. But it's definitely my least favorite Cedar Fair Park because ride collection... Oh, yeah, when you compare it to other Cedar Fair parks, I mean, I've been to 10 of the 11, and it's the bottom one. Mm -hmm. There's just nothing else. Um, It's like from Sarah Anderson. Excuse me. Sorry, people. Um, Okay, Um, so, yeah, should we move on? Yeah, moving on. So, the other thing about Michigan, and some of you know this, some of you don't, is my family lives up here, and so we are... I just totally lost my train of thought. We'll cut this. Um, where do I want to pick it up? Sorry. Yeah, we're going on orchard. 
Um, okay, so the other... Let me just pick it up. So the other thing, and some of you know this, some of you don't, is that my family uh, lives up here in Michigan, uh, my grandparents. And so Michigan's adventure was almost like the bonus, I guess. But the we're up here for about a week out on my family's apple orchard, which has its own set of perks, which I'm honestly going to you know, argue, we've had more fun doing stuff here than we have did at Michigan's Adventure. We were at Michigan's Adventure for two and a half hours. Yeah, but still, would you would you say you've had more fun there or here? I'm sorry, but I'm going to pick Shivering Timbers over most other things. Even playing basketball? I've done more than that than I've done, well, I've been playing every day for the past We have been playing but a lot. So. I've done a lot of that, and, you know, that's fine. But yeah, so... We'll, we'll just talk about some of the stuff we did. There's a barn that has a basketball hoop. I've spent way too many hours doing that because you got to get get in the lab, get to work. That's just hey, what I do. we've been having fun. He's, whip, he's whipped me a couple of times already. I'm awful at basketball, and Chris is amazing. So Also, shout out Brian with uh, the baseball stuff now. Yeah, we've been the, – so the other thing is – so we have a basketball court, a driving range, and makeshift batting cages – all here yeah. so we've been do- we've done some driving range stuff i've nailed a couple of bombs out into the orchard and then we set up a makeshift batting cage and we've been hitting uh baseball or softballs i guess off into the orchards we've only lost one which was the only, <laughs> the only, only one we had i know there's another one though so that's, yeah. Yeah. uh went golfing i didn't golf yep. i you caddied for me i went whipping i had the golf cart basically and I, I didn't really caddy. I just drove the golf cart around. Um, which, you know, that's entertaining enough. What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? Oh, uh, cherry picking. We went cherry picking. That happened. And then, like, literally a couple hours before we recorded this, we went down to Silver Lake and rode another roller coaster. And if you're familiar with the hamster wheel that was at IAPA in 2019... It's in Silver Lake, Michigan now. It's just 20 minutes from where we are right now. So we went down there and rode that. And, uh... Review time. I'm still processing, honestly. Yeah, I mean... Okay, here, I'll just go. Uh, it ain't... It ain't nothing special because it's literally a small square, basically, is the layout. Mm-hmm. With, like, two hills. Um, the, the thing that makes it is, obviously, the hamster wheel. It rotates while you're on ride. I expected it to be way worse than it, yeah. We were uh, both was. We were both like on this. I'm not sure how you were but, like driving down there. I was like, I'm kind of dreading this. I was too. Now, if you've seen pictures, the uh, over the shoulder strength is massive. It is huge. My big head, my big inflated ego head, could be- barely fit through. The yes, I, I have large ears, which also real quick. I don't think I've ever said this in the podcast. That's one reason why I don't like Wonder Woman, is that my ears literally don't, get pulled up by the straps. I don't think you ever even told me that. Okay, that may... I'm going to forgive you because that doesn't sound I've been genuine... Yeah. But the over-the-shoulder restraints are massive. You can barely fit your head through them. You can't really lean forward that much. So, knowing that, we had both seen pictures of it. We thought that it was going to be so uncomfortable, headbanging everywhere. But, they ain't as bad as you think, because it's basically two big cushions... They they don't hurt when you headbang. It, it's soft, so that wasn't that bad. Um, the 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 first spin that you get when you go over a little airtime hill is fun, and then the rest of the layout isn't as good. Now that's for me and also for Jack's dad because we were in the two seats where, as you go through the turn into the station, or like the turn around into the station. You basically get held upside down through that whole thing. So yeah. you're getting upside down laterals, and it kind of jams you in a position that is not comfortable at all. That was bad. The rest was fine. Yeah, the first flip was really entertaining. Yeah. Um, and I think if they could get you to flip again, they can. If, if you, you could fl- rotate the whole way on that uh, turnaround, then it would be great. Yeah, if you rotated, because you rotated like two to two and a half times per like lap around the track if they could have gotten you rotated three times where you like rotated once over the first hill and then twice going through that long turn yep. i think it would have been better 
Because that was the other thing that I'm not sure if it, how it works. And I'd love to talk to someone, but the flips were the same every single time. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely like yeah, because it stops and then it it there's I think it's sensors Mm -hmm. that when it passes it kicks it to flip and there's wheels on the actual hamster wheel car that you can see from the station that run. So basically you're running on that while the chassis is running on yeah the track. So it kicks in the same spots every single time. The rotations are the exact same. Um, and, like, let's just be real. It's a gimmick. Oh, uh, I put for it, sure. Like, if I had to rank the thing, it would be Wild Mouse range. Yeah. It's, it's a kiddie coaster, but I'd, it's better. I think I'd still take a lot of Wild Mouses over it. Just yeah, because... And I apparently like wild didn't even... Range. I apparently said on the side that was less... There was more comfortable... Um, just because of how you, I got thrown coming in out of that last turn, and then talking to my dad and Chris, who rode on, there's two hamster wheels on this now, they actually went and they had Zamperla, no, sorry, good God, I'm sorry folks, I am tired, apparently, they had SBF Visa, actually, they bought another hamster wheel for this ride. Yeah, um, the front two cars are hamster wheels, so, it's... When you think about it, it's a weird hodgepodge because it's a ride that's built for kids. But then you have the hamster wheels. Which is definitely a 55-inch height requirement, which, which is more than b and uh, But in a way, it kind of makes sense because it's a cheap way to add in a thrill ride at the same time as a kiddie ride so the parents could have something to do. It's, it's fine. Uh, the trains are super tight. But it, it's a fun little gimmicky thing that we enjoyed. And the other big thing that happened... Yes. So, after we did this, we were all like, "Okay, we're hungry." There's a we were there's a great wings place. It's great. I mean, it's good. It's not like world's best wings as they advertise, but it was good wings. Um, we got wings there, and then my grandma, where we're sitting there at dinner, there's the bumper boats are right next door, and she's like, "We should ride the bumper boats of the family." And just so y'all know, Chris is now like an honor member of the family let's just kind of have them uh, i don't know what happened I, i'm just curious. i mean yeah so he's part of our family now and she's guess. like we should ride the bumper boats and so we're all like yeah that'd be fun let's do it so we get in the bumper boats and we're out there and we're having fun and we're ramming into each other and splashing the water on each other it was fun right i think it was fun the, well, i don't understand why and you might have seen it I didn't get water splashed on me unless it was you and your grand. Unless it was me and your grandma colliding. It was we splashed the most. Us, our two boats. It was went ham. It was just all about I think just the angle and how much like speed you had to hit each other. Me and your grandma. Because I would hit you like so we'd bump into each other and we'd be had been like close when we started, and we didn't get anything. But like if I rammed someone after having like gone across this entire pond, I felt like I got more water on. So I think it had something consistent. Yeah. Anyway, so it was fun and all. And so it's, the guy rings the bell, and we bring them, we bring the boats back in, and my grandma is the first one he goes to. And so he puts the little cord on her boat, and he's like, okay, get on up for me. And so he take, takes the guy's hand, puts one foot on the dock, and the guy had let go of the boat. And so the boat because physics just starts drifting back out into the water. So she's got one foot on the dock and one foot on the boat. Y'all see where it's going. And the next thing we know, she don't got any foot on the dock or on the boat, and she's upside down in the water. I about fell out of my boat backwards laughing. And my grandma fell in the water doing bumper boats at Craig's Cruisers in Silver Lake, and there are pictures of it. I don't know if I'll ever post them anywhere, but... I don't, I don't think she'd be too happy. Um, that happened. That did happen. What did you think? They were, look, I, we all had life jackets on, so I knew she would be fine. So don't think this is malicious or anything, but it was funny. It was hilarious. This, this Everybody was... had life jackets on. She would be fine. She just got wet. Uh, it was funny. Felt kind of bad, but it, it was funny. <laughs> It's one of those, like, yeah, if she got hurt, it'd be one thing, but she didn't get hurt. She just fell in, and the guy is helping her out of the water. My grandpa's standing on the dock with his phone out, taking pictures and video, and my mom's got her phone out. 
I'm about to fall out of my boat laughing so hard. My dad is just drifting around laughing. And you're down at the far end of the dock just, like, sitting there. And I'm like, this is great. And I think see, that was amazing. And then the proud of looking at that one. The best thing about it, though, is as we're walking back to our cars. She's like a celebrity. Yeah. Everyone had to know. What happened? And so, yeah, I made the joke as we were walking back to the car. I said, you know, they probably have, like, one of those boards around here somewhere. It's, like, so many days without an accident. You just reset that to zero. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was a eventful end of the night at Craig's Cruisers. After that, we headed up to AJ's Fun Center, or whatever it's called, in Pentwater. One of my cousins works there. Played around the mini golf. I kind of beat Chris really bad. I mean... It's you, golf. He you had that I don't. You, I mean, it's mini golf though. I don't you, putt ever. You did have one really bad hole. If you hadn't had that hole, it'd been a lot closer. Yeah. But uh, it was fun. And then Storm chased us back here, and we're recording a podcast. So apparently, <laughs> apparently, this is something we do now. Yep. So that's Michigan so far. We still have a couple more days here. Cedar Point, Dollywood with the fam, the family. Oh my gosh! Crickets. Um, right there, yeah, mm-hmm. Shut up, Mike. <laughs> if he wasn't sis, he'll understand. <laughs> when you're here, you're family. I hear your family. Fast and Fury supercharged. Coming to Hollywood Studios. Hollywood anyway. Studios. What are you talking about? I don't know. Just That's making... a Disney park. I don't think we've ever talked about that ride. Fast and Furious sucks. Don't ride it. But, yeah, I think that does it for the Big Trip Report Part 2 and a half. Mm-hmm. Hope you enjoyed. Part 3 will come maybe next week. We'll see. But, yeah, like Jack said, going back to Michigan's Adventure, then we're doing Cedar Point, then we're doing Dollywood, then we're doing Carolyn's. Gonna have some fun. Um, Thank you all for listening so much. Uh, this was kind of a hodgepodge of an episode. We're sorry to the new people. Please come back. Um. <laughs> yeah, we promise we usually don't ramble this much. One of the things about podcasting a lot of people don't understand, especially when it's you, easy to just get thrown off. It's easy to get thrown off, but also when you record it virtually, you do have to deal with a tiny bit of internet delay, yep. which results in a more like chunked conversation where it's back and forth. Whereas when we're sitting next to each other, it's Y'all a lot easier tell. to just interrupt one they can another. Tell. Yeah. Yeah, it's this is normal conversations between mm-hmm. us. Okay, so thank you for listening once again. Quick plugs, Patreon, Discord, every other episode we have, Brian Allison's book. Uh Darren it, you you literally we were so close. What? We hadn't said his name. I like, had. Oh you had? Baseball. Oh. And Patreon. Well that doesn't count. I just don't count that anymore. Yeah. Okay, also, jokes. I know he said not to do this, but shout out extra Brian. shout out, Brian, for being our first love you. Jersey Mike's Elite, Elite member, member of the Patreon. He gets his own special card. Plug for that. Everybody, Brian, look, if you want cool, like the best of the best, join it because Brian. I have an the, idea. Huh. I have an idea. Okay, wait, real quick. If you want to know what you get out of Jersey Mike's Elite, you get our cell phone numbers first of all because you get you direct access to us. He already had that. But well. the the big thing that he's getting from me specifically, I am riding Nighthawk with him. Oh yeah, I okay. have said on this podcast I would never ride it again, but since he upgraded, I agreed that I would do it for him. Well, there's other things you never get to hear are my alarms going off for random things. Um yeah, okay, idea. You get to listen to my random idea people. How about for him being the first Jersey Mike's elite member, we take him to Jersey Mike's? Heck yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to deny Jersey Mike's. It is <laughs> the best. I love that place so much. Like, you could ask him. I have talked about Jersey Mike's so many Every times. Every single day on this trip, he has talked about Jersey Mike's. Because he's never had it. We're going to get it. But it, that would be the best thing, the too, best. is if we waited and he was there for my first time at the Jersey I Mike's. <laughs> I wanted earlier. We'll let Brian decide. Brian, when you hear this, literally tomorrow, since we're recording this on Tuesday instead mm-hmm. of Monday, do you want Jack to wait for his first time at Jersey Mike's to be with you if we can find one? Yeah, that. Okay. Patreon, Brian, um, 
Discord, Allison's book, Twitter at twisted underscore traveler. Nope, wrong one. No, you Twitter. had it. No, there's not an underscore in Twitter. Twisted. Oh, yeah. Twitter is at twisted traveler, but the R at the end of the one. Instagram at twisted underscore travelers. You can follow me at thrilling moment and Chris. On Instagram at twisted travelers, Chris. That is it. Thank you for listening. The end. We will see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Twisted Travelers Podcast.